Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one-pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. John and Ken Show. John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, right. Everything is back today. We'll have the Moist Line people coming at you at 520 and again at 550. The big 5 o'clock hour also includes hacks to go in the dumpster. I did say plural. Hacks. Find out who they are and our revamped lineup of uh, dumpster tossers, yes. including some Ukrainians, but not as many as usual because they're busy in the homeland. But we do have lots of volunteers from around the world to help throw our hacks in a dumpster in the 5 o'clock hour. All right, we're going to talk now to Greg Smith. He's the uh, he's the uh, attorney for uh, Lieutenant Matthew Garza, who uh, was assigned to uh, Eric Garcetti duty when Garcetti would travel. He would often drive Garcetti, and Garcetti's aide, Rick Jacobs, frequently accompanied them. And you may have heard that Rick Jacobs is being accused by Garza in a civil lawsuit of uh, sexual harassment, physical harassment, 
And that this, further, it's a lawsuit against the city because uh, he believes uh, that uh, Garcetti didn't do anything about it. And and uh, like Garcetti watched, giggled, and this has unleashed all these other witnesses talking about all kinds of weird uh, gropings, forced, forced kisses kissing. on, Man, on men and women, and crotch that, grabbing. That this happened. This happened in front of Garcetti. Garcetti, Garcetti heard about it. He knew about it. He commented about how this was going to get us get everybody in trouble one day. Meantime, Garcetti is uh, publicly, insistently saying he knew nothing, never heard of this, and uh, lied, committed perjury, both in a yeah. deposition and the before civil the deposition. And right in a Senate committee hearing, also under oath, he said the same thing: "I never saw this, and I had no knowledge of this." Even the, though there are quotes that he even said at one point, "I'm surprised we haven't been sued over this by now." And many of these witnesses have used their name. These aren't anonymous charges. They worked in the Garcetti administration in the inner circle. So now we're going to talk to Greg Smith uh, because there's been a lot of activity in this story in the last week or two. Greg, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? So Garcetti, as everybody knows, is up for this uh, India ambassadorship. And now there's two senators. I don't know if it's a coincidence. They're both from Iowa, Joni Ernst and uh, Chuck Grassley. And Grassley says he's got reports that of witnesses saying all kinds of crazy things were going on, and and Garcetti knew about them all. What do you, what do you know about Garcetti's contacts? Well, I mean, what I do know is that Grassley has uh, talked to people that we're not even aware of. So uh, apparently, some people have been granted some type of privacy in talking to uh, Senator Grassley's office and have uh, confirmed. Uh, what Garza has complained about all along. So, but we have no knowledge on who these people are. There seems to be an extensive list of people who want to comment either publicly or privately on what was going on. And the story seemed to be consistent. Well, okay. So the interesting thing here is that there was a report that was done and, and that's really why I'm talking. By the way, Matt Garza was a police officer three. He's not a lieutenant. And he was on the mayor's detail. He, is, he has since left that detail. But uh, there was a confidential investigation report that was created. And what we have found out recently is that there are three of them. There are three different reports. Uh, the one that Senator Grassley received was a report from February 2021. Um, and we learned just recently that there were two other reports in April 8th. 2021 report and July 29th, 2021 report. So, I mean, they could pick and choose what report they, I, I assume they wanted to give to Senator Grassley. Do you and know, these do, reports, yes. Do you know what the difference is between the three reports? Uh, basically, the difference between the February report and the April report is that Rick Jacobs contributed to the April report. That was not in the February report that Grassley got. The July 29th report, 2021 July 29th report, is a kind of a summary that they created. Um, they didn't put witness names down, but on the earlier two, you can actually see the witness names. But, you know, what we find interesting here is that they finalized the report July 29th, 2021, and of course, the report that was done by Leslie Ellis 
came out uh, in favor of the mayor, uh, which is no big surprise. But what we found very interesting is in the report, although they interview eight, nine city, non-city employees and a lot of uh, employees in the city, I think there's up to 27, 28 people that they interviewed. They don't interview Susie Emerling. Uh, they don't immer- interview Naomi Seligman. They don't interview Jeremy Bernard, who was the one that said, she said earlier, that uh, Garcetti said he was surprised he hasn't been sued. They don't interview Anna Barr. And these are people that have made allegations that completely support Officer Garza's uh, statement that he was subjected to sexual harassment. And why, were, why weren't they interviewed? Were they not asked or they refused? No, nobody, um, they would have, uh, if, if they were asked to interview, they would have given an interview. Um, and I, I want to say this also, they were deposed, so their depositions were taken. Um, now, Ms. Ellis, who did this report, had their depositions before July 29, 2021. And she did make use of uh, Henry Costas's deposition, which was critical of Jacobs. But she, for some reason, didn't make use, uh, use of Susie Emerling's deposition, Naomi Seligman's deposition, or Jeremy Bernard's. Well, so she just completely left out anything that was negative to them. She knows what she's doing here. This is all on purpose. I mean, wasn't her- uh, well, I mean, you look at her. You look at her mission. I mean, on her website, it says our mission is to help our clients reduce employment law risk. Yes, right. So uh, I she mean, was hired and paid you know, for by the city, I assume. But but yeah, I mean, if you believe the L.A. Times, she got one hundred thousand dollars for uh, this investigation. Yeah, but this and is her a- conclusion basically was that uh, Jacobs did admit, I guess, that he did do some hugging, but none of it he thought was inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, it's it basically she uh, shredded Garza. Um, she said that uh, his his statements were not credible. Um, and, yeah, she uh, said that uh, the mayor knew nothing about any of this. And, of course, this is without using our main witnesses, the people that really have no uh, reason to lie or to not speak the truth because they don't have a horse in this race. They, they, they're, they, they don't have any bias. They're not connected to us in any way, shape, or form. Susie Emerling was the communication director of Eric Garcetti. Naomi Seligman was a communications director. And uh, Jeremy Bernard was Obama's personal secretary and very connected to the mayor. Is so there, why would they make these things up? Is there any legal weight to this report? Because it seems like a joke. Or is it just to muck no. up the media coverage and, and give talking I, I mean, points think, to his defenders? I, I, look, I think it was prepared. It's, it's like two, 300 pages. If you look at it, they'll have a list of names. And on the right column, and I don't know if you've seen it or not, on the right column, it'll say video or telephonic. But in reality, not one person in this report was recorded, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody mm-hmm. was recorded. There is no record of them talking to Leslie Ellis. This is just Leslie Ellis paraphrasing what she thinks they are saying. So, I mean, what kind of a report is that where you cannot uh, verify 
the statements that are made because they're coming from a third party. All right. Can you hang on, Greg? Sure. All right. We're talking to attorney Greg Smith. His client is LAPD officer Matthew Garza, who used to be on the bodyguard detail for Eric Garcetti, the mayor of L.A. And all of this, of course, is dealing with Garcetti's pending appointment as ambassador to India, which has been held up. A couple of U.S. senators wanted to look more at claims that a top aide to Garcetti, Rick Jacobs, sexually harassed numerous staffers, including Officer Garza, and that Garcetti knew about it and even witnessed it, and he has denied all this in depositions. More coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobalt, Ken Shampoo, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, we continue with attorney Greg Smith. His client is LAPD officer Matthew Garza, who at one time was on the security detail for Mayor Eric Garcetti, and he said he was subjected to continued sexual harassment at the hands of a top Garcetti aide by the name of Rick Jacobs. This eventually led to a lawsuit in which Garcetti was deposed and denied having any knowledge of or witnessing any of this. And the reason it's back in the news is because Garcetti wants to be the next ambassador to India. That's the level he dropped to after this story came out. People thought he was going to get a cabinet position. And now even that's in question because a couple of United States senators want to put a hold on the nomination while they take a closer look at these allegations concerning Jacobs and Garcetti's knowledge of this sex harassment. Greg, did you depose Garcetti yourself? Yeah, I did. What was that like? (laughs) You know, I mean, Eric Garcetti is seasons he's very charming he has a lot of charisma um they posed him because it was during you know the height of covid they posed him and they had him standing behind a podium with the seal of los angeles and two flags behind him <laughs> so that's what the jury's gonna see um so i mean you know he's got great communicators um they have staff that uh, you know know how to communicate uh, their messaging very well, and and he's very good. He's very poised. How important is Naomi Seligman to this? Because I guess she's the one that really pushed this to the point of this uh, Senate nomination when she got this whistleblower organization to compose this big report that they sent to this committee to have them take a closer look at all this. I mean, she seems key to backing the claims of your client. Yes. Yeah. She is a remarkable woman. Um, she's putting herself at risk. She's putting her career at risk to support Officer Garza. Um, I, I can't say enough good things about her. And, and by the way, we didn't talk to her uh, before her deposition. I didn't know her. We had no conversations with her. She was represented by separate counsel. I know she was frightened to come forward, but uh, she did. Uh, is and a lot of this to her. And a lot of this is apparently people are really worried about their careers. I guess we saw some texts this week where one person said, oh, I don't want to do anything to hurt Eric. I mean, there seems to be a lot of this that they believe that he's still a big rising star and they don't want to hurt their political futures. Yeah, well, I, you know, I've been suing public entities for 33 years now. And in a way, I feel sorry for them, for the employees, because it is the last bastion. Uh, if you... Um, snitch if you rat if you say something against your bosses you're gone your career's finished and then you know they have the power of the state with endless amounts of money to fight you 
So I think it's really tough for people that are working for city government to come forward uh, as much as they might want to. And I and, and actually, my heart goes out to them. What is the what is the status of the civil case now against the city? The, the civil case was stayed for a uh, technical reason, but it's it's going back on. It, the stay has been lifted. We have about twenty more depositions we're going to be taking. We have a lot more information. We uh, have received a lot more uh, uh, interesting text messages, and. Uh, We'll get a trial date in about, uh, I think, about 20 days. Right. So so the delay is working in your favor because more and more people feel emboldened to talk. I think people are starting to come forward. They're still frightened. There are people that um, are, are still uh, still afraid. But, you know, as this picks up momentum, people start to feel more secure about coming forward and doing the right thing. Uh, unfortunately, uh, well, I'm going to stay away from that. I'm going to make a comment about the investigation, but I won't. When we talked to Whistleblower Aid a couple of times, we have Greg on the show. I've had them on. They represent Naomi Seligman. There's this elevator mm. story that always seems to stand out. Do you know anything about this elevator story where it looks yes. like, yes. according to witnesses, Garcetti was certainly there and aware of what Jacobs was doing? All right, so that, that's really interesting to me, too. That was Julie Sardulo. Um, and, you know, she was high up in the Garcetti administration. And what she said in her deposition was that she was in the elevator and Rick Jacobs had gotten into her personal space so much that she told him to cut it out uh, and that apparently the mayor overheard and then echoed that and said, cut it out, Rick. Um, during the confidential in the confidential investigation report she said something different it was completely different she said she didn't know why uh the mayor had said cut it out so there's an inconsistency in her deposition and in the confidential investigation report but we we see we see lots of those believe me there's so many of them do you think this is going to trial or are they going to want to settle because there's just too much Uh, that's embarrassing so, I mean, I'll tell you what I've talked to with, with my sources in the city is that if he settles this case, um, to him, it's tantamount to saying I've done something wrong. So You're talking um, about Jacobs honestly, or Garcetti? I'm talking about Garcetti. I mean, Jacobs is just out of the picture at this point. But, uh, you know, I, I just don't think, you know, he should really come out and admit that he was wrong. And, and this thing should be over. But, you know, I think it's my impression that it's going to trial right now. And, it, and we're treating it as if it is going to go to trial. And what do you think is going to happen with the, with the nomination to an ambassadorship? Uh, you know, I'm not involved in that. I don't know. I mean, you know, for us, um, I'd rather see him gone than sticking Wait, around. I'm, so, I'm, tr- um, I'm trying to imagine Garcetti, though actually testifying and denying everything under oath in a trial. It's like the stakes are so much higher, the visibility is so much higher than than a deposition. I, I, I mean, is he really going to go up there and, and be the only guy saying, oh, none of this happened when you've got a... No, 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 no. I think a lot of people are going to come up and say that. I mean, he's going to have a lot of support. Um, a lot of people are going to come up and say that nothing happened. I mean, listen, this is the nature 
of lawsuits against public entities. I, I cannot tell you a time when I haven't had people come in and, and say things like this. I mean, it happens all the time. All right, Greg Smith, we appreciate you spending some time coming on the show today. Thanks a lot. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to explain our side of this, uh, I think, skewed report. Yeah. All right. All right. That's uh, attorney Greg Smith, the attorney for Matthew Garza, the LAPD officer who was once part of the security detail from Mayor Eric Garcetti. And, of course, there's a civil case against the city over sex harassment by a top Garcetti aide named Rick Jacobs. And uh, uh, the reason that Greg Smith wanted to come on, too, was talk about these internal reports, these whitewashes, which claim that uh, they will exonerate both Garcetti and Jacobs, yeah. which seems absurd considering it's, all the uh, It's backup. just part of the stupid game that these... Uh, deviant morons in politics play. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell's Ken Shampoo. It's KFI. AM 640 Live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, one of the big punching bags on this show for some time now has been the L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. And, of course, he was one of the co-authors of the infamous Prop 47, passed in 2014 by the voters, 60 to 40. It, of course, increased the felony threshold rate for theft from $400 to $950 and lowered misdemeanor thefts, having jail time limited to a maximum of six months. And it also decriminalized a lot of drug crimes. No longer were they going to be felonies where you were able to hold over the drug user, the idea that they had to get some sort of rehab. It has unleashed so many problems in the state in the eight years it has been around. And and if you wonder how something this disastrous passed 6040, the title of it was the Safe Neighborhoods and Schools Act. Who's gonna Yeah, vote? I love the way people just vote on titles. Yeah, well, that's what the large And then, extent. of course, the glossy commercials about and, how this is going to really change everything and you'll love it. And the person who uh, approved that title was Kamala Harris. Oh, right. Then Attorney General. Right. So you could see where this came from. It came from some of the stupidest people that's ever served in public life. So a couple of Republican legislators tried to wipe it out. That didn't go anywhere in Sacramento. Now we have a Democratic state assemblyman. His name is Rudy Salas from Bakersfield, who introduced Assembly Bill 1603. All that was going to do was bring the felony theft, theft threshold back down to $400. Uh, it failed. Gone. The, the, assembly public, the Assembly Public Safety Committee defeated it. It was a party-line vote. Two Republicans voted in favor of that Assembly Bill. Four voted against. I want to read you the quote that stands out above them all. And it's from Assemblyman Reggie Jones-Sawyer, Democrat Los Angeles. <clears throat> this is actually what he said. This is in quotations in the California Globe. We really have to be concerned about the number of people that law enforcement will go after to fill the prisons. That is not a solution. That is what is lowering the threshold will ultimately do. It'll just fill the prisons again. Wow. He, he is, I don't know what to say to that. That's he's, like, he's a colossal idiot. That is the purpose of the prisons, is to hold bad guys. It would fill the prisons with bad guys. However many bad guys there are, they all deserve a seat in prison. If that's the way he's going to vote on legislation, there is no hope. No. He should you duplicate this guy 80 times over in the assembly, we're screwed. They're, they're, well, they're, they're, it's asinine. It's absolutely asinine. The truth 
was laid out by Kevin Kiley, who's frequently been on our show. And he said Prop 47 was misdescribed to voters. They called it the Safe Neighborhoods and Schools Act, even though law enforcement almost unanimously warned it would be a disaster for public safety. And that's exactly what happened. It's essentially led to open drug use on our streets. It's taken away the tools we need to rehabilitate drug offenders by getting them into the treatment programs they need. It spawned this epidemic of retail theft where people can go and steal merchandise without consequence. It has led to major department chains withdrawing from cities like San Francisco. And you have these unbelievable smash and grab events that are happening out in the open. I mean, this is something touching every single California voter, regardless of what party they're with. It goes to the core issue of keeping our communities safe. Well, they're not going to touch Prop 47 in the legislature. That looks like that kills everything. Salas said businesses are seeing people coming in and stealing because they know there's no real repercussions. When I'm talking to law enforcement locally, when I'm talking to the business owners, when I'm talking to customers, they say, look, when you lower the threshold, when the threshold was at $400, we didn't see these problems. We now see them. There's got to be a connection. Oh, it's absolutely clear. I mean, this is is not debatable. They stubbornly refuse to put people in prison. Again, this stuff is beyond argument and debate because they're never going to change their mind. They're never going to listen. You have to remove them. People have to vote differently. I don't know exactly what district this uh, Reggie, what the hell's his name? Reggie Jones. Jones Sawyer. He's L.A. I think he might be South L.A. I'm not sure. Well, I am sure in his district there are a lot of victims of crimes. I'm sure that the uh, shop owners would love to see a a lower threshold for theft. I, yes. I I mean this is this is what's what this is what's outrageous is some of the poor communities the minority communities suffer the most here. I mean, it, it, you know the the Beverly Hills smash and grabs get all the video on TV for obvious reasons. But the people who get affected most by crime are those in the poor neighborhoods, are the minorities in and, in Los Angeles. And 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 it, you know it this 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 is what what this is what's crazy is how people vote for a politician who makes life a lot worse and more scary. He's a complete fraud, this Reggie Jones hyphen Sawyer. A total fraud. Now, the man that put forward this bill, we need to talk about him for a moment. The Democrat, his name is Rudy Salas from Bakersfield. This may have been a bit of a setup. There's a Kern County pollster who spoke to The Globe and said, There is significant opposition to Prop 47 due to crime being higher on the state, but it's also an election year before the primaries. Democrats want to keep Prop 47 up, except in close races or in places that lean a little more Republican. Salas is in a congressional race this year. So this may have been the real reason. And I also heard he abstained from those Republican proposals about uh, suspending the gas tax. He's one of the abstaining Democrats. So he's just trying to position himself here yeah. locally to win this, his congressional This race. may have been an orchestrated manipulation where Salas gets to look like a good guy in his district. You see, I tried to do something about Prop 47. Knowing it would never pass, they let him have the hearing. Normally, they don't even allow the hearing. But they let him have the hearing because, hey, Rudy needs help. This is a tough year. So That's they, right. they so let him. say he tried. And then, and then the vote goes down in the toilet, and he gets his positive campaign commercials. And he takes away an issue from his Republican opponent. Right. Again, it's because people are very easily manipulated and they don't know much about what really goes on. They still, after all this time, don't understand how politics work. Don't understand how much 
of this public discussion is just dishonest. Blatant dishonesty and manipulation. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. John and Ken Show, John Cobell, Ken Shampoo. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Well, we're going to be talking to a Fresno County supervisor after the news at 4 o'clock. His name is Steve Brando. And the reason we're putting him on the show is the Fresno County Board of Supervisors is saying, let's drill, baby. They passed a resolution urging federal and state legislators to increase local, state, and domestic oil production. Now, the reason this came to our attention is they were denounced by the Fresno Bee editorial board. They act, How dare they ignore climate change and call for more oil? They they, they act as... They a, are tone deaf. I hate that phrase. I know, it's a bad one. That doesn't, I, don't, I don't understand what that Let's means. Let's unpack this. Yeah, what a stupid phrase. And you only read that in editorials. And and woke columnists are always... Woke columnists. Yeah, celebrities love to use it, too. Yeah, people people on tweets like to say it. Uh, gee, uh, prices are uh, six bucks a gallon. It's uh, supply and demand here. The more you, uh, and and it's much cheaper to make it here and refine it here than it is to have it carted in from Russia yeah, I, or I think Saudi the Arabia. The realities are catching up with this crowd that, but like it or not, <laughs> we need fossil fuel. I know. And it's too bad. They're going to just they're gonna tromp right over these people because the pocketbook wins out. That's what I love about this stuff because a lot of these issues, they're not debatable. They're, they're really wrong, and they will not work. And you have to sit and wait. And eventually, the idea collapses because it has to. And, and the idea that we are going to run everything on wind and solar is complete nonsense. It's a complete fairy tale. And we'll just wait. Now we got gas at $6 a gallon. You'll see. This, the, the, all these politicians will be retreating from this nonsense uh, very soon. Uh, coming up on Sunday is probably one of the most uh, diminished large-scale productions that uh, you'll come across, and that's the Academy Award show. The Oscar nominations, the winners will be announced from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. We're only talking about it because we were both startled by the announcement by the Academy that beginning in the year 2024, you will be required to submit a summation of the race, gender, sex orientation, and disability status of member of members of your movie's cast and crew. Race, gender, sexual orientation, and disability status. That's right. If a particular movie does not have enough people of color or disabled people or gays or lesbians working on the set, and what is enough will be determined by apparently some formulas, then the movie will not be eligible for a Best Picture nomination. So they've announced they're not going to give out Oscars to the best picture producers, the best director, the best actors, the best everybody. No, it's, not if it's it, not diverse enough. Not if they don't meet the prescribed formula. So this it's going to be like... Woked them. This is like Best Picture on a production that had 17% right. black employees. Let's take one. Let's take a big winner from the past, like Schindler's List, right? People liked that movie back in the 90s, of course, about a man that helped uh, Jewish people escape the Nazis. Remember that film? There, there right. would have, probably would have been too many Jews on that uh, on that. Group. I, I don't know, but I'm saying they would have had to submit a list of all the people involved in the production that met yeah. 
race, gender, sex orientation, right. disability yeah. quotas. And if there wasn't enough, they would have said, sorry, your picture will not be considered yeah. because you didn't have enough diversity among everyone who helped make it. How do you, yeah, how do you, uh, do you make stuff up? How do you get it? Do enough- you say that what? there's some set people way in the background, there's some prop people that are uh, one legged? And I don't, do you? Uh, Is uh, that what you have to do? I, well, you're going to have to submit forms and proof. But, like, how many uh, black actors or Asian actors, let's say, could you assign to Schindler's List, which is uh, the story? Yeah, of, that probably wasn't going on you, in, you, yeah, in Nazi you're, Germany. Or yeah, whatever. right. You, it, it's set in Germany, Poland. They're killing Jewish people. Uh, how are you going to get the required number of Hispanics and Asians in, in, in that cast? I don't know, particularly if you are doing some, like, a historical drama, just what you're talking about. So it 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 is absolutely... This this is like the worst case scenario, the worst case fanaticism scenario, <laughs> you know. And if I don't know, I mean, I'm not in the movie business. I barely understand it. I, but I would think if I was a producer, I would just tell you to tell them to f their Oscar. I'm going to make what I want to make. I'm going to hire the people I want to hire. And, yeah, and in the end, it is about making money, you're selling gonna, tickets, and selling uh, whatever you're streaming. You're going to so, have, to, but you're going to have to out people. Right, there could be. It's just considered prestigious to get these awards. It isn't necessarily worth a lot. Probably not anymore, though. The thing is, you're going to have to out people if you're hiring actors and you haven't hit your gay percentage. Oh, what are I you going to do? Say, well, actually, he is gay. He just hasn't told anybody. And <laughs> and what what what's a disability? And then you're going to have to advile, uh, violate people's privacy to report know. their uh, medical conditions so you can meet the quota. I, honest to God, this is the most insane thing I've ever read. These woke people have like fallen off the cliff and hit the rocks below. They've just they're they're crazy. It's a weird religion. It's a cult. Ugh. Strangely, what happened, and anybody who pays any attention to entertainment these days, whether you stream or you still watch traditional TV, there's a lot more diversity. However, they're they're worried that the 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 best picture nominees that wasn't the case. So this is where the... Where but who worries of, about this? They drilled down to this. This tiny little narrow contingent of woke obsessives. The public doesn't care. No. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody who ever worried about the racial, gender, sexual makeup, disability makeup of the cast and crew. They just watched the movie. Last year, they only had 10 million people watch this stupid... Uh, Academy you know what? Award show, and, and they were they were at fifty five million viewers in the seventies. Yeah, well, the nineties, I should say. <clears throat> the thing is, they they do these articles. Why has the audience shrunk? And the one thing, the one thing that will they will not do a detailed analysis of is most of the people not watching got sick of these woke holes yelling at them for four hours. Everybody I know who stopped watching. Number one complaint, I can't stand all the woke stuff, all the political scolding, all the lectures. Well, if you like the woke stuff, next hour, the USA Today (laughs) went out of its way to write a column to try to answer the question, how do you define a woman? That was asked by a U.S. Senator, Marsha Blackburn, a Republican from Tennessee of Supreme Court nominee, Katanji Brown-Jackson, this week. Can you provide a definition for the word woman? And since she was confused and didn't really have an answer, 
the USA Today wants to defend the, uh, how else would I put it, uh, the elaborate answer that they, that they researched. <laughs> All right, coming up next. You know so that's the only thing that this uh, justice is going to be remembered for, is she couldn't describe a woman. Uh, define, yeah. We're going to be talking woman. to a Fresno County supervisor next about uh, getting more oil drilled inside the state of California. John and Ken show, Deborah Mark has the news, KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $175 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for for complete terms. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.